Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's the show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about lies, lies, and damn lies on dating apps. Oh, my, oh, my. Um, You know, these researchers have done their homework and have interviewed thousands of people only to say that most people don't lie. You know what? 66% of the people um, apparently are not lying. I say nay, nay. I don't think that's true. (laughs) I think the percentage is quite a bit higher than that. So let's dive in and... um, Get right to it, shall we? Alrighty. Whoops, I just got to turn something on. Okay. All right then. So we're talking today about these liars. Well, humans lie. Maybe they come up short in an area that is a requirement for most takers. So liars put forth effort to appear more attractive. Maybe they're short, maybe they don't have a job, or maybe they are sleeping on mom's couch. They figure they can fess up later when they already have their foot in the door. Do you lie to get in? What is your most memorable lie that was told to you? All right, that's what we're going to explore today. Um, Okay, Uh, so I know we were off for a couple of weeks. I'm sorry about that. I'm just having major, major issues uh, with with the business. So we'll get back on track soon. We'll get more reliable and back on track soon. So don't fret. If I'm ever away, you can always listen to the best of Linda. We have more than five years of programming that you can go back to listen to. You can find that on SoundCloud. Just type in the same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Go to SoundCloud or TuneIn and you can catch up. All right? Okay. So I want to talk to you today about a dating app called Tinder. So they're trying to bring some truth back into online dating. (laughs) And listen to what they have done. In a move that will likely be cheered on by women, but jeered on by men, Tinder announced Friday that they were introducing a new tool that has the ability to verify a user's height. You betcha. The company called their new feature the thing you never asked for, definitely always wanted. It's come to our attention that most of you five foot teners out there are actually five foot six, the company said in their blog. And the charade must stop. This type of dishonesty doesn't just hurt your matches. It hurts us too, meaning Tinder. 
Did it ever occur to you that honesty is what separates humans from sinister monsters? Of course not. Well, height lying ends here. To require everyone under six feet to own up to their real height, Tinder is bringing back truthfulness into the world of online dating. Users, now here's how they're going to do it, by the way. So users input their true, accurate height along with a screenshot of them standing next to any kind of commercial building. Some kind of proprietary magic happens, uh, you know, on the back scene of their Tinder servers. And if the users are telling the truth, they will get a height verified badge displayed on their profile. Now, the company says that they've had this tool for many years, but they only are now rolling it out to users after complaints of height catfishing. (laughs) All right. So Tinder also points out that there are fewer than 15% of men, American men, I should say, that are actually taller than six feet. And, of course, worldwide that number, you know, is even you know, more rare, right? Okay. So Tinder is expecting to see a huge decline in the 80% of males on Tinder who are claiming that they are well over six feet tall. And that's just fine by female Tinder users. The company says as long as we're all living our truths, everyone is happy. (laughs) I love this one. Oh, my gosh, they've had it for years, huh? They're just waiting for some kind of way to roll this new feature out. Okay. Well, to that I say, well, wait a minute. Why are they only doing something to benefit women? Let's flip the tables here. What about women who lie about their weight? What about women who lie about their age? by posting pictures from 10 years ago, right? Well, I remember back in the day, there was an app called Millionaire Men. And the men used to have to send in their bank statements or investment statements to verify their millionaire status, okay? And they would get, you know, they would get into the club, so to speak. Otherwise, if they, if the, uh, dating app company couldn't verify their bank statements, they wouldn't be allowed in. So is this height issue very similar to that? Yeah, I think it is. Well, I think in, in from a woman's point of view, I don't know if it was my age or the demographic or whatever it was, but the number one lie I, you know, received on a daily basis was whether or not men are married. Of course, they're going to put on their app, you know, I'm single, because that's what they do. And you cannot ask a guy, hey, are you married? Because they're already lying on the on the profile, right? So that was the number one thing that I had to deal with. And I had to get super creative and become, you know, this amazing detective to catch the person in a lie that they really were still married. Now, why was this lie so prevalent? Well, 
it was prevalent because the guy wanted to date. The guy wanted to sleep around, right? So if he says, oh, by the way, I'm married, like what girl is going to go out with him? None. (laughs) All right? So they have to lie with regard to that. So it could be that they wanted a little something, something on the side, you know, much like, you know, Madison Ashley, that that dating uh, app. Or it could be that process of getting a divorce. They're not divorced yet but they're in the process. So here's how it works with paperwork. Men think that when they walk out that door, they're divorced. They are psychologically divorced, so they think that paperwork-wise, they're divorced too. doesn't matter that the judge hasn't signed the papers yet. does not matter. The guy thinks if he's walking out that door, yakety-yak, don't look back, He's divorced. It doesn't matter that it's going to take him the next one to five years in the court system to actually get the piece of paper. In a guy's mind, he thinks he's divorced. So, therefore, that's why he thinks he's perfectly justified in putting on his uh, dating app that, hey, (laughs) I'm single. Now, um, there is no way as a single person I would date a married guy. I don't care if you're separated, legally separated. I don't care if you're living in two different households. It's not over until it's over. Until the fat lady sings, as they say. It's not over. The guy is not detached from this person until the judge finally signs the papers. Okay? And I don't mean, there's this new thing now called, you know, um, contingent divorce. Like, Please, guys, if you're listening to me, do not get any contingent divorce because that just prolongs the pain. Just go for the final paperwork. Do whatever you need to do to close out the file and just be done with it so you can move on with your life. All right. So that was the number one thing I had to catch somebody on. And I did catch somebody. My most memorable one is I caught him in a lie because of, Uh, the verb he used. Um, He said the plural of the verb rather than the singular of the verb, and that's how I caught him. (laughs) All right. He said, I can't even remember what the verb was. It was something like um, she says, which is singular, or they say, it doesn't have an S on the end. They say is plural, right? So he used the wrong verb, you know, and that's how I caught him. Another one, I just couldn't figure out how to nail this guy. So I did a gaslight on him. Do you guys know what the word gaslight is? You're trying to make somebody act like they're crazy, you know, and you make something up and make them try to believe something that isn't true. So what I did with this guy, because I couldn't catch him a different way, I just assumed that he already told me that he was married. Okay, so I started going off on, oh, you know, when is your next court date or what's the next milestone that's coming up? And, you know, have you guys discussed custody issues and stuff like I just did this whole story as if he had already told me he was married and going through a divorce. And he was so confused 
that he actually went along with it and thought, well, shit, maybe, shoot, maybe I did tell her I'm in the process. So that's how I busted him because, of course, he had told me none of that. <laughs> so I had to become a really good, you know, detective to uncover this kind of stuff. And uh, it was fun at times. It was challenging at times. But that was my most uh, common thing. So what about you guys? What's your most common lie that was told to you? Or what's one that, you know, did you have to lie to get in? I want to hear that story. I'd love for you to join us. So call us on this phone number. We're live now, 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. That's what you're going to do. And when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about those lies, those darn lies, you know, and dating apps, how does it all fit together? So we'll catch you right back after the break. Call us, all right? The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women Too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show. Today we are talking about lies, lies, and damn lies on dating apps. Do you have a situation like this? Do you lie to get in? And what about the on the receiving end? What's your most memorable lie that was told to you? You can share uh, this information with us. Call us at 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. Now, P, 
people falsify availability to deceive potential partners. For example, like I was mentioning a moment ago, they say they're single and they're not. Or they're also going to falsify their availability. It could mean that they have a boyfriend, they have a live-in, they have a roommate that they're interested in, there's somebody at work that they're interested in, uh, could be that they're you know, married, uh, could be that they're divorced and now they're back together again, not together together, but they're like living under the same, um, same roof. I mean, there's all kinds of messy situations that aren't going to fly. So what they're going to do is they're going to falsify their availability status to get in. Okay. How about another common lie is they're exaggerating personal interests in an effort to appear more attractive. So what does that mean? Probably the most common one that women use is that they're going to exaggerate that they love sports. Oh, you like the lions? I like the lions. You know, you like to go hiking on the weekend? I like to go hiking on the weekend. Um, You go to the gym four times a week? Well, I go to the gym four times a week. Women, like, notoriously lie about these subjects because they want to be accepted by you. Um, And what are some, on the flip side, what are some things that men lie about? Oh, you like that favorite Bravo TV show? So do I. You know, I watch that too. No, they don't. They don't watch reality TV. Or, you know, the girl wants to go shopping and, oh, you know, I'll go shopping with you. I'll go to the mall with you. And I say, nay, nay, guys, don't ever go to the mall with a woman because you're just being, you know, neutered. Don't do it. (laughs) But anyway, these are the kinds of things that the genders lie about. Only they want to appear you know, likable and more attractive. So they're going to exaggerate what their personal interests are. Now, once they're in three months from now, you know, then she's no longer watching that football game with you. You know, then she's no longer going to the gym with you because she never wanted to in the first place. It was just a ploy to get in, right? So you're onto this kind of stuff. Now, how about people who lie about whom they're with and what they do. So whom they're with. All right, so the guy listeners out there, they're lying about, oh, this is, you know, Johnny, he's just my friend, or he's just a coworker at work. No, she's interested in him. Uh, it, it either could be a past lover or it could be somebody that she's interested in and would like to go to bed with or she might be a back that person. So if you get out of line, she might go running to him next, right? So she's lining up all her quote-unquote male friends. And, of course, we all know men cannot be friends with women. People, men who are just friends usually are the type that can't get the deal closed, and they're just waiting in the wings because they're hoping and praying that the that the female will come running to them when there's the first sight of trouble, okay? So that's what that story is. And how about people who lie about what they do? 
I mean, maybe she's a stripper or maybe she has some kind of job that you're not going to like. So you think she's going to, you know, be forthright and say what it really what she really does maybe she says oh i'm a dancer but she doesn't tell you what kind of dancer or where she's working or you know she really doesn't want you to visit her either so people do lie about what they do yes they do (laughs) um and then there are guys who lie too because they think that women are primarily interested in money and security So if his job doesn't measure up to what he thinks a girl will want, he'll lie. All right. So that's what happens. In general, the most common lies that are told, according to the research, by each gender is men lie about income and height and women lie about age and beauty. So let's dissect this. A lot of men ask me the question that women are only interested in money. This is not empirically true. It's not the money that they're interested in. It's what the money represents. So what that, and what does it represent? It represents confidence. That's what most women need, like they need air. So it's not necessarily the money. It's People, men who have money, who have attained success, guess what? It took you a minute to get there, and once you're there, you now have the gene called confidence, which is what's required to win a woman over. Um, By the way, if you haven't checked out my book, you're really missing out on a lot. All this stuff is in the book, Mastering Women. You can get it on Amazon. It's the real truth that will... Um, let you know what's going on with women, all right? So you have to have this book. So you can get it in the uh, paperback version or download it in a few seconds uh, from Amazon, Mastering Women, the real truth about women that will change your life forever. So anyway, the number one thing that women are looking for is confidence. So Men that have money and power and stature uh, and status in the community and things like that, it all lends to the confidence gene, and that's really the number one drive that women have. Now, why is height important? Well, height also falls under the confidence gene. Um, So the reason why that is, is in the event of an emergency, let's say it's uh, you know, a weather emergency like a cyclone or a hurricane or an avalanche or uh, earthquake or whatever it is, women are generally looking to the men because in general, men are bigger, badder, stronger, faster than we to help pull us out danger, to help pull us and the children out of that danger, right? So that's why she's looking for a guy that has height. Now, it's not to say that a five-foot-six guy can't get the job done. Um, You know, obviously, there are a lot of short guys that compensate in other areas uh, in life in order to up the confidence gene, and that's perfectly okay. That's Darwin's rule, you know, survival of the fittest. So you got to do what you got to do to make your confidence gene seem 
confidence level seem like it's at an acceptable level because that's what women are seeking, right? Okay, so that's the story about income and height. Now, women lie about age and beauty. Men don't care that you're making a substantial income. Well, of course, there are some young new men out there today. They do care because they want to be a gigolo. They want to be, you know, taken care of. Uh, They want to sit on the couch and play video games all day long. So it's nice to have the woman be making money. But in general, a man's man isn't going to go for that type of woman. They don't want to be in competition with a woman. So if the guy is making good money, you know, he's not specifically checking out her income status. It might be a bonus that she's got income, a good income, but that's not the number one quality that he's looking for. The the main thing that a guy is looking for, and again, you'll find this information in my book, Mastering Women, the main thing that he's looking for is he's looking for a small waist relative to the hips. We call it hip to waist ratio. And why is that important? Well, At a distance, he can tell whether you're worth his time, the female is worth his time, because if she has a small waist and decent hips, it means that you've got a birthing body. So he wants offspring that are going to be born healthy, right? So if if your hip-to-waist ratio isn't the right ratio, by the way, those numbers are roughly about 70 to 80%. Um, 70% 70 to 80% the ratio of the hips to the waist, right? Okay, now that you've got that hourglass picture in your head, um, from a distance he can tell whether you're acceptable for birthing, all right? So that's why. Um, Women who have a waist, a thick waist relative to their hips Those are not acceptable candidates because it might mean that you're already pregnant. So he doesn't want to bed you because you can't get pregnant twice with two different guys. You know, you can only get pregnant once. So usually in later months of the pregnancy, that waist is going to expand to where the waist and the hips are almost the same number, right? Okay, so that that could be issue number one. Issue number two if the woman has a thick waist, it might. if you're not pregnant, it might mean that you're just not healthy, and that's not going to work either. Like you might have diabetes, you might be overweight, you might be, you know, eating junk food all day long, and the end result of that is you might not be healthy enough to birth a healthy baby. All right, so that's what that's all about. So a guy will look for attractiveness and beauty first because he wants to always up his game, better his station in life. He wants the kids to be more good-looking than what he's brought to the table. So if he chooses a, a woman who's a 7, 8, or 9, and he's only a 6 in the attractiveness category, guess what? Um, the kids will get some of the benefit of that good-looking mom, right? So that's what he's, he's thinking from a genetic point of view, and that's what makes sense to most men. 
So men are going for looks. By the way, conversely, I don't care what people say, uh, most women are not going for looks. Most women are seeking out personality. And by personality, I mean confidence. Um, You see this all the time. A really good-looking model-type woman is walking around with some ugly, fat, dumpy, bald guy, right? Happens all the time. So it's not that women necessarily go for looks. Now, the exception to this rule is the 20-something-year-old woman who they figure they're just going to have sex just like men, and the 20-something girls, they are looking for looks. But when you get past that age bracket, when she starts to be a little more serious, when she's approaching her um, biological clock, which happens between the ages of 28 and 35, by 35, if she still hasn't had a child, she's now in a high-risk category for pregnancies, meaning that it might not happen at all, or there might be a birth defect, or there might be a really rough ride uh, during the pregnancy for those women who are over 35 years old. So um, in her 20s, she's just going to have sex and go for the looks just like a guy does. But when she enters this biological clock period, then she's looking for security. And security, again, is a subcategory of confidence because she wants someone to be able to take care of her during her pregnancy. Some pregnancies result in her being bedridden or sick or whatever. Um, And then also to be a good providing father, you know, to her offspring. So that's, that's biologically speaking what that's all about. So white lies, going back to the topic here, uh, lies lies and dating apps. White lies are the ones that are meant to be polite, yet are really for the purpose of concealing something. And the researchers found out that 30% of lies were white lies. So what are they concealing? I don't know. But they got something to hide because if most women want this list of 10 things and most men want that list of 10 things, obviously they're not measuring up. So that's why they have to dance around the truth to either exaggerate or minimize whatever that quality is so they can get in. So they can be, so they can win you over, right? Because they want to move forward with this. All right. So if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. You can call in. You can do so right now, 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. We're talking about lies, lies, and damn more lies uh, when it comes to dating apps. Why are the... Uh, members doing this? How does it affect you? How does it affect them? Do they get in? Do they not get in? Let's kind of give you a little history lesson on what's going on with the dating apps, and then you can see where this is all going, right? Okay, so we'll catch you right back after the break. 
Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about lies, lies, and damn lies when it comes to dating apps. Have you been a victim of this? Mm-hmm. I see how it goes. So let's give you a little lesson on the dating app. So the first dating app came from 1995 with regard to Match.com. They were the first. All right? They were the first. Okay, so single people could give an image and then converse with people. So this was revolutionary at the time, and this was purported to help with long-term relationship development, meaning that you could speak for a couple of weeks or however long it took before you actually met the person, get a comfort level with that person. Um, and, um, yeah, it was, it was a good thing to have. And then around about the year 2000, eHarmony came on the scene because they thought, okay, let's do a Christian-based um, app where hopefully people are telling the truth and, and uh, also – it's an app where the the users can't choose each other. The 29 points of of uh, you know what is it called? 29 points of unison. I forget what the word is called, but anyway, um, you know they they have each of you take a test and they figure out what you guys have in common and they match up you guys. Uh, I did try this app didn't work for me they kept trying to find me somebody that lived 3,000 miles away and you know I don't I don't I didn't even want to go like 30 to 60 minutes away let alone 3,000 miles away I mean how is that supposed to work I mean you know somebody's got to move so in my book that like never works out well that was eHarmony and then in 2002 Ashley Madison came on the scene, and it was for those, those primarily men, who want to fool around but not leave their spouses. <laughs> so it was kind of like condone cheating, right? So that's what happened then. 
And then in 2004, we got Cupid, 2006, Plenty of Fish, 2009, we got Grinder, and then uh, Tinder in 2012. So Tinder was unique in that it was the first app <clears throat> with a swipe option as the main means for selection of a potential short-term partner. In other words, someone to sleep with. It has since evolved past that. It's not a short-term app, but there are a lot of people that are on there that are looking for semi and more permanent relationships when the app itself was never designed for that, but that's what they're going for. So after its initial launch, its usage snowballed, and by March 2014, there were 1 billion matches a day worldwide on Tinder. So in 2014, the co-founder of Tinder, Whitney Wolf Hurd, launched Bumble, which is a dating app that empowered women by only allowing the females to send the first message. So that's a little history lesson on what happened. <clears throat> All right, so to some some people decide to bolster details to an explanation of why you need to reschedule in the hopes that each will make it a little more convincing. No one believes these things when they're on the receiving end and yet when we're the one doing the typing we suddenly become convinced of our own skills and masters of as masters of deception. Now, the text could be on either end of the spectrum. Someone you're trying to impress or someone you're trying to shake, earnestly believing each time that you're getting away with it. Actually, none of us are getting away with it. But the good news is, coming from a surprisingly soothing study recently published in the Journal of Communication, is that when it comes to conversations on Tinder, Bumble, and the like, benign fibs make up the bulk of the lying that happens, and lying itself, as it turns out, is actually pretty rare on dating apps. Now, that's what the researchers find out, but I say nay-nay. I think people are very prone to lie on dating apps because you're anonymous. You've never met them, and you likely don't have a circle of friends who know this person. So I think the standard is just lie away. Lie to your heart's content. So for the study, uh, researchers Jeffrey Hancock and his colleagues um, who is a communication professor at Stanford, collected more than 3,000 messages sent by roughly 200 people during the quote-unquote discovery phase. Now, the discovery phase is the time between when two people match and when they actually meet face-to-face, -face, when they ask participants to rate how dishonest they've been in each message, around two-thirds said that they hadn't told anything but the truth and only 7% of messages overall were reported to contain any falsehoods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I don't believe it, but okay. Um, The bulk of those lies are false messages that help a person manage his or her social availability. They're the fibs used as a polite way in or out of a conversation, whether you're trying to chat someone up or trying to let them down easily. Here, according to the study, are the most common lies. Okay. So why do they do it? Well, some people want to look better. More than one-third of the deceptive messages involved what the researchers called self-presentation lies. In some cases, this meant pretending to have the same interests as whoever they were chatting with. In others, it just meant stretching the truth in a way that was supposed to make them seem cooler. In one example, the authors cited the message, ha-ha, all I want is to walk into a grocery store and buy the entire shelf of 805, which is the name of a popular IPA sold right here in California. Now, why would someone do that? Well, this tactic makes the user appear witty or interesting. All right. Here's another reason why people lie. Well, they want to get out of meetings. On the other hand, just under 30% of lies were about the sender's time or lack thereof. A category of researchers further broke down into a few subgroups. So the first of those were lies told to avoid meeting face-to-face. Things about schedule conflicts, exhausting days, not being able to commit to a date until things calm down. Some people, it's worth noting, made a reasonable effort to make their excuses seem at least somewhat real, while others didn't even bother. They might say something like, well, you know, I have my finals on Wednesday, and then I'm leaving on vacation on Thursday, so it might be a couple of weeks before I see you. What's another reason? To soften, another reason that they lie, to soften the blow of rejection. The second group was about how participants felt about the time management lies they had just told, typically to soften the impact of a brush off. Things along along the lines of, oh gee, I wish I could go, dot, dot, dot. You know, that's an opening line for saying, hell no, I'm not going. Um, so this kind of lie wasn't always told out of kindness. Its other purpose, the authors explained, was to save face for both communicators, keeping open the possibility of meeting at some point down the road while minimizing future awkwardness. So that was a common trait. What's another common lie? Well, to cover up a timing mishap. So the third category was a genre of text that doesn't just apply to online dating. Um, It could be, you know, a timeline issue. You know, he or she might say, I'll be there soon. Right, um, but but in fact, the person will not, in fact, be there soon. In fact, the person might not be there at all. <laughs> but we hear some a lot of people using this line, right? So, um, 
you know, it could be said that this is the most annoying lie is, you know, the time frame lie. Uh, Then again, who among us has not at some point promised they were 10 minutes away while they were stuck in endless traffic that for sure would take at least 30 minutes to get to uh, the designation, destination, I should say. All right, so those are some of the common ones. What are the ones that, that you uh, are, are uh, experiencing? I would like to hear. Uh, you can call us. We have a couple minutes left. Call us at 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. All right? Um, also, if you happen to have missed the show from last time, we were talking about texting signs that prove she's not interested. So gone are the days of the handwritten love letter. You no longer no longer get to experience the nuances of a potential lover's handwriting, the size of their letters, the spacing, how much pressure they write with, or the overall tidiness of their composition. Instead, you have to settle for emails or texts which often don't convey the writer's true intentions. You also have to decode their messages, deciphering their interest or lack thereof. Here are texting signs. We talked about texting signs that prove they're not interested in you. Recognize them to spare your heart by moving on. All right. So um, if you happen, oh, by listening to uh, the show's, the previous shows, you can listen to that show, the last show, or any and all of my archive shows. All you have to do is go to Google, type in the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and different avenues, different apps should come up for you. You can listen on SoundCloud, of course, right here on Blog Talk Radio, um, TuneIn app. Uh, You can listen uh, from Facebook, and and the link's there from Facebook, so, um, yeah, make that happen. They're all available for you. And if you did end up liking our show, there are many ways that you can show your love. You can listen, call, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. So, that again, the name of the book is Mastering Women, the Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. Also, make sure you subscribe to this show because it'll let you know when an upcoming show is uh, just around the corner. And typically we are here, uh, once I get back on track with my business dealings, um, typically we're here each and every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Men's Advocate Show. All right. Thank you for joining us about uh, these lies and in the dating world and the, in the, with the dating apps. Uh, we hope to see you again next week right here on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now.